It was the summer of 1859, and 160 feet above the water at Niagara Falls. Charles Blondell had tightroped across the falls back and forth and stunned this crowd of thousands. And he said again to them, do you think I can do it again? Yeah, you can do it, you can do it. And he went back across. And then went again, do you think I can do it? Yes. And he went on a bicycle. And then as well, it says here, he even carried a stove and cooked an omelet as he tightroped across Niagara Falls. Do you think I can push this wheelbarrow across? Yeah, yeah, you can do that. Of course you can. Okay, I will. Now which one of you will come into the wheelbarrow and I will push you across? And no one said anything. No one answered. So that is the difference between knowing something and entrusting oneself. So faith, there's faith knowledge. I know. And the faith that God and these magi lived and what God wants us to live is called pistis in Greek, which is a faith of entrustment to God. Not this head knowledge stuff. Yeah, 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 I know. I know. It's entrustment of self. These wise men from the East were not following a mere curiosity. Wow, that's a really cool thing in the sky. Let's kind of like go and leave everything for a few years and follow it. It's not like they, it took them a week to get there. It took them months. They were searching earnestly for truth. Something that our society today truly is yearning for. Truth. And they entrusted themselves to this star. The Magi believed the new star they observed was fulfilling a Jewish prophecy that foretold the king's birth. Remember that the Jews were exiled to, to Babylonia. They were exiled and they lived there 70 years and they brought with them their scriptures. And these, these men who were seeking truth over the years, and they, got to, they got to learn about these scriptures. That was God's plan. That was part of God's plan. Because God had promised Abraham, when Abraham put his faith, pistis, in God, he said, you will be the light to all the nations through your faith. So, the prophecies of this star and these magi can be found, actually, in the book of Numbers, the prophet Isaiah, the Psalms, hundreds of years before this happened, thousands. The star the magi followed could not have been a natural star or the, the alignment of planets 
because it didn't rise or set like ordinary stars. And in fact, it disappeared and it reappeared and some couldn't see it. Herod could not see it. This was a miraculous star. So when it disappeared, you know, they went into Jerusalem as we read. Hey, where, where's the newborn baby? It's, you know, there's this star that appeared. And they went to Herod to seek counsel. Who would have, should have known about this? You could say it was God's way of inviting Herod to come and adore. God was knocking on Herod's heart and his mind, but they were closed. Herod is the prototype of those who spend time, energy, and talents protecting illusions, things that disappear, things that don't matter, and things that simply evaporate over the years. Wasting time to end up with nothing. Herod knew that the Messiah had arrived. His scholars were scouring the books Where is he going to be born? Where? In Bethlehem. And they quoted that scripture. Everyone, everyone, in some way, receives an invitation from God to grow in friendship and love. Each is free to accept or reject that invitation. And all these prophecies that God conveyed through the prophets over the centuries, Herod used those prophecies for knowledge, not pistis faith, but for leverage to kill, to snuff out, to destroy the king of kings. Herod, through lies and deception, pretended he also wanted to do him homage. Let me know so that I too can do him homage. It's interesting here. It says in the gospel that the Magi found the child. They did not find an infant, a child. And they found him in the house. So Jesus, Mary, and Joseph had been there for over a year. So they, you know, got some lodging. and So it had been a year. And that's why Herod ordered his soldiers to go out and kill every child up to two years of age, male, to kill them. He did not entrust himself to God. He saw God as the adversary. So these, these magi... They got some information. They stepped out and they saw the star. And it says that their emotion was just beyond belief. And the text in Greek literally says they rejoiced a great joy. Joy is the result of sincerely embarking on the path of truth and finding it. We will not find joy outside of truth and love. And what's a lesson they taught us, these magi? Get up and get moving. That's the lesson. Get up. Put one foot in front of the other 
and start moving. They model the way. Their contemplation of the star moved them to action. To be a true Catholic Christian, we have to get up and move. What is Jesus calling us to do in 2023? Or better, what is he calling us to be in 2023? We've received the gift of a new year. It's a great talent. May we not remain in stagnation doing the same old, same old. Ask the Holy Spirit to shine a light upon our hearts and minds to understand and accept the call to holiness that God is making us. These magi prostrated themselves and gave gifts to Jesus. Gold, the gift for a king. Frankincense, the gift used in worship offered by priests because he is God and myrrh and aromatic spice used in preparation for the dead, the prophecy. The Magi were the first Gentiles to respond to God's call to the Gentile nations to come to salvation through Christ Jesus. God's dream was coming true. And Israel, now personified in Jesus, would be the light to shine upon the nations and draw everyone back to the Father. We baptize our other Christs, each one here, priest, prophet, and king. Let, uh, let's be who we truly are in 2023, to be another Christ, that we may bring light and many back to the Lord in 2023. What will move people? If we live by faith, the pistis, and trust in ourselves to God with that faith, that will truly move people to believe in Christ.